Hey everyone, welcome back to the All, All of Us Lutton Podcast. Podcast. I'm your co-host Edna. And I'm Soma. And we want to welcome you back to another episode. Woo! Today we have a very special guest, one of my friends, Marisol. Nurse, wait, RN Marisol. Or yeah, yeah, nice. Nurse Marisol. Enfermera Marisol is my AKA for my Latinos out there. Shout out. Shout out to the Latinos. And the (laughs) non-Latinos. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) We welcome everyone. Absolutely. Um, So I just kind of wanted to bring her on because she's like a woman of all assets. How how do I say it? Le entra todo. She does everything. (laughs) She recently just came out with a song. She wrote a book. She has a podcast. She's about to start a business. Um, yeah, so she's a busy bee, and we are very happy to have you I here know, today. Thank you for coming. I'm Making honored. time to be here. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. My name is Marisol Uribe, and Edna, I've known for tell years her, tell now, them how right? we met. Yeah, we met at a NAMI walk. NAMI stands for National Alliance on Mental Illness, and this is a, a support group for. Anyone whose loved ones or if you yourself are just feeling in, you know, in a place of maybe outcast or just difficulty understanding a patch of life and they're a resource for you and your loved ones to get some type of help, right? And it's more so a support group. So NAMI has a walk every year to raise funds for these projects and I got involved because of my brother who is now in heaven and I feel like Edna's friendship is that much more stronger now that like he's not here so and we'll get into kind of my story about the Umbion got really prepared propelled after like his loss and um but yeah, that's how I met Edna. I invited her to that walk. And ever since, we've been buddies. Yeah, we've been oh, friends. Dope. Yeah. And then um, we used to hold uh, well, Eventus, which is a business that me and my other partner, Michelle, started. We used to do social events and um, we would do like workouts like yeah. uh, tone up tuesdays tone up tuesdays at the park yeah and so we would get a bunch of girls to come work out with us because you know we all want to look good we want to feel good and a personal trainer you had yeah. you always have great guests wow yeah so it was great and then um so would always come and join us in those events so it's good fun. to be supported you know have your group of friends who support you and are there for your pro- projects and your businesses yeah, absolutely yeah it's Part of why I love you, Adna. Thank you. <laughs> um, so you're really big into your career, your nursing career, right? Like, you want to tell us a little bit more about how you started, yeah. what you've done? Sure. So uh, in my book, I kind of, th- that's like my first chapter, basically, to sum it up in a few minutes. What's the name of your book? It's, yeah, show book. us your book. It's Umbion Mindset Health. So it's One Billion in Spanish, Mindset Health. And... The idea is I want to take the readers on a journey to self-love. And it really starts with knowing yourself, knowing your body and how it works. Right. Because we all like, for example, it could be easy for you to want to de-stress and maybe have a beer after work. Yeah. But over time, progressively, if you discover the damage that it could do to your organs, mm-hmm. you might want to think twice about it next time yeah. kind of thing. So like once in a while, I won't, I'll, I'll look the other way. But when patients come to me after a history of, of these things like liver cirrhosis, which is like basically punching your liver with a punching bag, but with alcohol after oh. so many years. Um, it, it just gives a different perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And so in my book, I talk about diabetes. That's oh, wow. the main focus yeah. and how us as Latinos are predisposed um, due to the, the lineage that it's not even our story to carry. Right. Because with this knowledge now, 
you can reverse or prevent those things. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really dope. What inspired you to like just write a book about it and like let people know? You know what? It's it's probably been like the 7,000 patients that I've seen by now. Everybody comes with a story. Everybody tells me their vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. I'm able to look into their refrigerators sometimes. Oh, wow. When I meet them for the first time yeah. uh, in home health, that's what you can do. And they just, within minutes, trust me. And that's how I'm able to go deep into their story, into how I can really change their lifestyle. But I'm just the guide. Like, you're the hero to your story. Yeah, for sure. I'm just the guide. And for some people, it clicks. And for so- for others, it doesn't. But mm-hmm. that's why I get that second, third visit. Um, sometimes to try I've, to make it click. Yeah, and I've I followed patients for like three years. Wow, I was seeing someone, and yeah, sure enough, she was discharged at that third year mark. Wow. But the idea is for like home health to only follow you for like sixty days. Yeah, every sixty days we renew. Mm-hmm. We have this paperwork that we go through. Um, for my Medicare clients after 65 years, um, it, it's this rigorous process of doing so much paperwork for the same reason, right? It all has to be justifiable. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but the goal is, yeah, I want to graduate you from services in 30 to 60 days. Yeah, because I just think like a lot of people, especially in the Latino community, they don't really know that they're eating bad. Like some of them don't even know like some ingredients could be like bad for them in the long run too and it's good that you're there and you can see in their fridge like okay teach them because where else are they going to learn that even like our bodies where do we even learn about our bodies you know like in school like maybe a biology class or something but like older like latino parents or something that didn't have that like right there so they don't you know we don't know anything about that so that's really cool that you do that yeah and it goes back to growing up like you know our parents and their grandparents they grew up on like drinking a lot of soda. Yeah. They grew up on like tortillas, you know, yeah. like desserts. Yeah. A lot yeah. of sweets. A lot of bread. Bread. Yeah. yeah. Like we just had the Reyes Magos, right? It's oh, a yeah. cultural celebration that's that's tied to our Catholic 6th. traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so that's like a huge rosca, right? Like a huge piece of bread. Freeze piece of bread. And whoever, you know. Everyone needs to get a slice to just know the outcome of, describe of this tradition. Describe what this bread looks like for our non-video. It's listeners. huge. It's huge, and sometimes what does it contain? It has like fruit, right? Like yeah, dried fruits, fruit, um, sugar. Sometimes it's glazed, yeah, yeah. So sugar, just a bunch of carbs. And <laughs> and in my book, it's like okay, let's teach you about the glycemic index, the insulin resistance, and to give you a little teaser. Um, insulin resistance happens because that hormone insulin stops doing its job as it was designed to do and for those of you listening for the first time about glucose glucose is the primary source of energy for our bodies Mm -hmm. and the key for glucose to work is insulin so when your body has more glucose than insulin and you trigger that by you know, every time you eat, your, insu- your insulin and your blood spikes because it tries to use that glucose. Mm-hmm. But we're not hunter-gatherers anymore. We're not running miles and miles a day yeah. looking for food. So what happens instead if we don't expend, if we don't use that energy, it gets stored. And we don't need it to get stored for later. So that just goes to show how you might be able to skip that next snack or those next calories in your next meal because you you won't need them. Yeah. That's so hard, though. Yeah, it is. It is. And And that's why so much self-control. You do. It goes back to mindset. Like Mm -hmm. you need to remember. Well, first of all, you need to acknowledge, Okay, is this important for me to actually change? And you need to look at your goals, really. Mm-hmm. Also, like switching up snacks, you know? Yeah. Maybe like if you still want a snack, maybe 
change it to something healthier or like have it readily available. Like if you cut fruit or something readily available so you don't go to like the processed stuff. Exactly. Soma is really big on like ingredients and like clean eating. So I think that's that's I'm always amazed by all the things that she consumes because they're always so good, you know, and I'm just like over here eating all bad. (laughs) What's your favorite snack, Soma? Oh my god! I don't know. I have a lot of favorite snacks right now. But right now, right now, could they switch us out like every day? Right now, I bought this like this like cashew cheese and like I dip broccoli in it and I snack on that and it's so bomb. Mm. But yesterday I bought cottage cheese. I haven't been, like I've never had that since I was little. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's re- it's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite snack? I like peanut butter. Oh Peanut my god. butter or <laughs> honey. Oh yeah, I love honey. Yes. Oh, that's one of my favorite snacks. Kefir yes. with honey. Mm-hmm, with a banana. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I love honey too, but I can't have it anymore. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even with snacks, you need to be strategic. Like mm-hmm. it, it could, it should be like maybe two hours before or after a meal because it can even be counted as, as a high calorie meal, depending on how much of it that you have. Mm-hmm. And something I learned from Jesse Itzler he actually loves to do fruits until noon as like his first source of nutrition. Okay. Yeah, Reason so. being, when you couple it with a carb, it just takes longer to digest and break down in your body. So just fruit. He does fruit in the morning. Yeah. That's good. I feel like a lot of in Mexico, they do fruit mm-hmm. a lot of times in the morning. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like the first thing my mom would feed us in the morning. So she would just cut up some fruit mm-hmm. and then she would make um, breakfast after. Yeah. But so she was healthy. like, no, she would make us eat fruit. Like if we didn't want to, she would make us. You're going to eat it. Yeah, she would force us. Oh, uh, that kind of way. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> but I appreciate her for doing that because. Yeah, now you like fruit in the morning. Yeah. Now I like yeah, fruit in the morning. Cool. Yeah, it's the best moment to eat it. Yeah. Do you ever like talk to patients about fasting or like intermediate fasting? Or? You know, I learned from a patient about that because it worked so well for him. And yeah. I even write it in my book. Um, I talk about some scenarios, obviously, you know, change the names. And I even put a disclosure like some of it's fiction yeah. or, or, you know, coupled with the nonfiction. Yeah. Um, to make it more of a story but yeah so basically that's really good for losing weight for sure and for resetting your body mm-hmm. because intermittent fasting what it is is you eat in a certain window of time and the rest of the hours you're not only sleeping but you you sacrifice more so your cravings in the beginning mm-hmm to later not experience cravings or, or less of it yeah. because your body just gets used to it. Yeah. So what it is, is you break your fast. That's breakfast. You could choose to break your fast maybe at 11, 12, mm-hmm. like just different times of the day. Yeah. And so the, lo- the shorter period of time that you have to eat, the longer your body will spend digesting and storing and repairing your cells yeah just giving it a break exactly mm-hmm. so it's good dope. for you yeah. and you could use lose a lot of weight yeah yeah some people do that with like keto and they lose like a lot of weight i'm like oh shit i just do intermittent fasting sometimes or sometimes i literally like won't get hungry until later on but yeah i'm trying to like gain weight so i'm trying to eat more now yeah so even with that like you need to know okay how much do you weigh and how many calories are good to just maintain and how many calories do you need to actually bulk mm-hmm. and how many of those calories need to come from protein versus yeah. carbs yeah. and then don't forget your your vegetables yeah for sure i love the veggies i love the veggies well, what's your favorite <laughs> veggie um from all of them if i had to choose Damn, I don't know. I don't know. That, that <laughs> one's really hard. Because it's like lemon is really important, you know? Like if I had to choose because lemon's a vegetable, I would probably have to like stick with lemon because you can use it in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But I love onion too. But like to snack on, probably like broccoli or something. Okay. I like broccoli. Yeah. And uh, spinach. Oh, yeah. How about you? I don't know. I love asparagus. Yes. I love Brussels sprouts. Yes. I love spinach. I love um, sweet potato. I love how we're nerding out about vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) 
Y'all should too. <laughs> Eat something like that right now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and give us a shout out. Totally. Hey, I'm eating, eating my, my healthy snack. Yes. <laughs> Tag us. Yes. yes. Tag oh my gosh. Tag me. I would love that. <laughs> I'd be like, that's right. Learning from Enfermera Marisol off duty. Yes. <laughs> I know you're also really big on like mentorship, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like as you mentioned before, you've you've mentored at least seven thousand people already. But you're also really big on growing within yourself. Yes. So what kind of mentorships have you had that have helped you grow and, you know, become the person that you are today? I'm happy to share. I'm an open book. Um, I've gotten mentored by Tony Robbins. Um, I went to Florida for that. It was phenomenal. Wow, that's really dope. Yeah. Shook his hand. This guy is a beast like giant physically like over yeah. over six feet oh wow so. really yeah 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 he does look tall and um and uh grant cardone i've listened to his stuff oh yeah i like listening to his stuff um brad lee i've met in person same guy on and off camera oh wow <laughs> from dropping bombs and uh yeah i think it's really important to invest in yourself outside of the traditional schooling yeah because some people, and kind of our parents too, like some of them even left school way early than the rest of their peers. For sure. Right? To pursue. Middle school or something. Yeah. Like my dad only made it to the sixth grade. Yeah. But you find something where you say, okay, I could pursue this full on. And it ends up being very worth it. Wow. What would you like tell someone that is kind of like anxious about like spending money to like look for mentorship like how would you convince them like hey you know because i know that i know that's like something that people yeah that's a thing for sure and for to meet tony robbins in his studio that was like over 10 grand plus the flight plus the hotel so yeah at first it's like kind of scary because you come from a place of maybe scarcity or lack and fear but you have to ask yourself like okay today am i choosing love or am i choosing fear Mm -hmm. and that question alone can make you reassess a lot of things yeah even how you answer to your next possible argument or disagreement it's like okay wait let's take a step back because a lot of people operate on their fears Mm -hmm. like they could lash out out of like with anger but the deep inside root of that is fear it's also the programming that we're getting to like we're constantly like throwing stuff to be fearful of you know like the news is constantly they make money off like shock value social media yeah shock value for views clickbait the triggers yeah so i feel like it's it's also like a lot of programming that people that's why they're like in fear too you know we do the subconscious is so powerful and napoleon hill knew about this when he wrote think and grow rich oh yeah subconscious is like one of the highlighted chapters that many speakers and mentors have drawn from ever since Mm -hmm. and yeah i just love studying about that chapter four is about mindset in my book so check it out talk to us a little bit more about mindset oh for sure um well every day it's like asking yourselves these questions right you need to go deep into yourself and be honest with yeah. how you feel. Do you, have you always been like this or has have you seen a progression in your mindset? Like, And what made you progress like in your mindset? So I think another way to describe this is confidence. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a term that can be synonymous to a positive mindset because mm-hmm. if you are confident there's a lot of other factors behind the scenes that you've worked on whether it be Mm self-esteem self-image and those are really big ones those are a lot of people struggle with i struggled with it Mm -hmm. for sure growing up uh, i had uh, genetically i had like more hair (laughs) right and so i'm not really talking about like underarm or legs 
I'm talking about like facial. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's big in the Mexican community. Yeah. Shout out to all my mus- mustache twins over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I started like taking off the upper lip from a young age. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like, you. Like, you know, quinceanera-ish. Yeah. Like a little younger. Like seeing. waxing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and like before... I think our parents would be, be get upset if we did any of that stuff, right? Yeah. No, my mom. Yeah. My mom was like, she would. She would take me to go that's get my good. eyebrows oh, done good. and my nice yeah, yeah, and my nails. She was like, so. Uh-huh. She likes or to did look you good. have like the unibrow going on? I kind of did. Yeah, too. I had yeah. this, and then my my stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my I arms, really... my arms too. Oh yeah. It yeah. was like a whole thing, but I feel I feel like through the years, like I'm not even tripping about my arms anymore. When I, when you're younger, it's like, oh my god, my arms are so. It's hairy. a thing yeah. because you you notice other people yeah. that, and, and you like see yourself standing out a little bit. So that's how you can like start belittling yourself, you know, mm-hmm. with your little with by your, little with your posi- positive or negative self talk. It's like at when you're that young. You listen to your peers more than your own voice. Like mm-hmm. that voice is yeah. louder. But yeah. when you're an adult, you have to notice that and flip the switch and be like, nah, my voice has to be louder. Yeah. So wow. I think that that had a lot to do with it when I realized that like, OK, nah, like I govern me like you don't govern me. Wow. I'm responsible for my feelings. Yeah. And that's like a huge step. That was a game oh, yeah, changer. That's, that's like switched it up. Yeah. 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 Dang. Do you think like also like becoming a nurse did a, like a big like confidence boost in you? Because I, I know like I have a lot of nurse friends and it's like a really hard process like for you to become a nurse. You know, like people think it's like easy, but it's like nursing school plus the college plus everything. I'm just like I yeah. have friends like once they're done, they're just like, oh, shit, I did it. Like I did all that. Yeah. And like the hormones. Sure. Like everything it yeah. still happens to you. Right. Like within that same age group, like everything is already going on, like personal life, external life. But now add a major that's hardcore in the sciences. Yeah. Like very like intricate like little things like what would you do in this situation but there's like three right answers but you yeah. have to choose like the best answer exactly like, it's in all the classes every answer is correct but you have to pick what's most correct yeah i would like, like <laughs> we'd be studying and i'm doing like for my other whatever liberal arts thing and then like they're over here doing this thing i'm like yeah. damn dude your shit's harder way harder than mine <laughs> yeah and it, it was a lot of sacrifice and struggle with sometimes saying no to birthday parties and no to family and yeah. no to friends but for sure it was a huge confidence booster going back to your question because it just now looking back it's one of the things that i feel most proud of and I just use it as, as a stepping stone to do everything else that I'm doing. Yeah, because right? you're like, if I could do this, mm-hmm. I could do anything, right? Like, especially yeah. like I don't I don't know how your upbringing was, but I know like in a lot of Latino communities, sometimes you know school isn't like the first thing that's encouraged in some households. So like, if you go against it, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then you do it. It's like, whoa, shit, I did this by myself, and I, no one helped me with any of the the stuff like FAFSA, any of that. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm very blessed because my parents, when they got to this country, they really like put their heads down and they also noticed this like switch thing that I'm telling you about for self-esteem that you can do. Um, They noticed it with money and they thought, okay, is it smarter for me to like trade time for money or should I have like a product or a service or, or some vehicle where, and you just have to get in the right car right in the right vehicle so they got into real estate oh wow and that's a vehicle where you park your cash in an asset right and people always need a place to live so they got tenants that live in the apartments now and your parents like knew to do that when they came over here they got a mentor they noticed my my dad's cousin did that so he's like hey that that makes a lot of sense like maybe let me dig more into that like tell me everything you know damn that's really dope that they did that because it set you guys up too and that's how like I was able to go through school pretty much with with less stress right because I I I had a part-time job but it wasn't like life or death yeah it it was like I had the assurance that 
my parents had me had me for that yeah. one. Yeah, so you didn't depend on the job. Like you could yeah. you could have it or you could not have it and you're still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Because that you can focus the on majority of yeah, the yeah. majority of your yeah. energy on on studying. Yeah, so I was very blessed to to have those hardworking parents and really cuz starting off like even me with like trying to launch the book mm-hmm. and the podcast. It's like the grassroots, the beginnings of everything is always hard and slow well because it's a brand new process for you, right, right right so just like them like say finding their first tenant yeah. to occupy the place like now it's occupied like month to month right there's no lapses yeah, there's no sure. there's not really like losses of money mm-hmm. um but in the beginning yeah it's a lot of work and it's yeah. like i think if you're listening and you're you want to start something new you you have to have the long-term mindset you can't just quit after 60 days yeah i think that's also like a big thing when people try try new things and Mm -hmm. it doesn't turn out well and then you Mm -hmm. just want to quit because i feel like i've done that a lot Mm -hmm. especially as like a kid too i remember my mom she just wanted me to be happy so when i would try something like band and i didn't like it she would let me quit and i feel Mm. like that set me up for like just a pattern yeah so then when i when i something was uncomfortable would you be like eh, i don't want to do this anymore but i mean in her mindset she just wanted me to be happy so I'm like mm-hmm. yeah honey if you don't want to do that you don't have to do it mm-hmm. but that sets you up for like always having an easy way out and you know what maybe you're listening to this and maybe that triggers a memory of man i'm frustrated at my parents because because they were soft on me like they let me do that mm-hmm. but you know what Th- this realization has helped me like understand parents better too yeah they were doing their best Mm -hmm. what they thought thought was was the best best at that time Mm -hmm. so that's like and then I have a have a mentor who who kind of talks about soul Uh and she's like see with your heart don't see like just cognition with your thinking and Mm -hmm. stop there no like to move your feelings from here to here is a it's like short, like physically. From your head to your heart. But it's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're taught to just think logically all the time. Mm-hmm. So she tells me. Some empathy. Exactly. This this goes on, on that topic of empathy. It's like, it's easier to forgive, say, if you were to picture your parents as kids. Yeah. It's easier to forgive them like that than it is you seeing them how they are today. Yeah. Right. As adults or as older adults. Mm-hmm. And then like something my mom says, you'll understand me more when you have kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. right now, you may not understand me, but you understand me when you have kids. Yeah. And and when I just tie those two things, like like when my mentor says, all right, if you're frustrated about something your parents did, like close your eyes and imagine them as like a kid and like that that's what they did to them you know yeah and then how must they have felt back then would would they have cried probably would they have done a temper tantrum probably so some things are just ingrained into our dna into our cells that honey like some of your burdens aren't even yours to carry Mm -hmm. and it's so deep and i could even tie it to health right because like that genetic code, for example, of diabetes, like it just got to us. We didn't really put it there. And now that like like the black community, they're naturally high in salt. Mm-hmm. Like that's why they're predisposed for high blood pressure. Because way back when, you know, um in you know, in slavery, like they were transported in boats for weeks and weeks and weeks. So so they had to keep their water. We're like 70% water. Oh, is that where they think that came from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like epigenetics. Yes. So it's just so interesting. But also with trauma, like we mm-hmm. carry generational trauma. Mm-hmm. But you listening right now and watching, you can decide, okay, I want generational wealth, generational happiness, and generational love. Like, 
whatever happened to me in the past, like, okay, it stops with me and I'm going to change my family tree. Mm. So it, it's like a decision. Like you just have to act from that place of love. And believe it. And believe it. Mm-hmm. You have to be convicted first mm. before anybody else. For sure. Wow. Damn, that's deep. <laughs> it was. That was dope. Unplanned, unscripted. I know. I feel like we're on shrooms right now. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love hanging out with her because it's yeah. like I'm always learning something new from her. Mm-hmm. Like recently, um, she started, um, she started showing me these marketing tools. Oh yeah, these videos from a marketing mentor, right? Because we want to get. It. Like these videos out there for more viewers. Yeah. And beyond is a challenge. We need a billion views this year. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just learning um, from this guy. His name's Billy Jean. And yeah, I He's just want to keep. Lover. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson. Love you. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah, so Let's that's keep been great. Learning, yeah, that's been great. And every time we hang out, it's just like we we don't hang out all the time, you know, because we're both really busy. But we always, when we find the time to hang out with each other, it's always great. Like it's like it's, if you guys have hung out recently. You know? Yeah, yeah, but it's, nothing it's changes. Just more yeah. of like we're just always learning from each other, you know. That's really dope. Yeah, yeah. And it's good to have friends like that. And for if, sure. Yeah, you could always expand your circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have friends that, like, when you guys, after you guys hang out, you feel, like, way better and more uplif- uplifted, like, from yeah, the hangout. Yeah, that's out. the point. That's how you know, it should be. Because you'll have certain relationships where it's, like, you feel drained after. But I feel like that's also listening to your body, like, damn, this person makes me feel great after I hang out with them. I'm going to hang out with them again. And you can do that with foods, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have a bad relationship with foods. Like, they go to things that live in a bag versus things that were brought up from the soil. Mm-hmm. right and it's like i think you feel better or you journal it for yourself have a food diary of like the last what you ate in 24 hours and write down hey did i eat more like earthly foods or processed foods and that alone that shift alone having an awareness for having sure. an yeah, awareness because usually we just eat blindly and then we don't really connect it how we feel connected to like what we ate like if emotional you start eating bloating, yeah. yeah. Then you'd be like, oh, wait, why am I bloated? Oh, because I had this. But yeah. we usually don't make that connection. Yeah, totally. And uh, a lot of experts say in like bulimia or anorexia, they're experts in emotional eating. And the root is like this awareness. Mm-hmm. Like um, people who maybe are feeling down and they want to watch a, a movie. Yeah kind of like what their emotions are like a sad movie oh yeah maybe to match their feelings yeah Yeah. um but on top of that add like the popcorn or the ice cream and the chips and you just get your good cry like like comfort food that's emotional eating yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but if you you know that like it's okay but if you don't know that and the consequences of what that could do to you in the long term then that's why you're here, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, maybe if it becomes a habit, right? Yeah. yeah, if it becomes a habit, like a constant thing, every time you're sad, you just go to that. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're like, oh shit, this is a problem. Or like some guys, like culturally, who have tried to solve or talk through their issues at a bar with a drink, right? With a beer, yeah, like over soothe, alcohol. self-soothe with uh, yeah. alcohol. Yeah, like that's this actually the same thing, but maybe like how guys can cope with it right yeah but um my thing is okay if you're really on the mindset of health like un beyond mindset health what would that really look like it's actually it it would it would have you do none of that Mm -hmm. like there's different coping mechanisms that you could do yeah you can journal you can take a hike you could be one with nature yeah Listen to a nice fountain, go to the beach, walk on sand, Mm -hmm. walk barefoot in your backyard on the grass. Like that's grounding energy. Mm -hmm. So like I believe in God, but I also believe in science and in quantum physics. Yeah. I know that there's an invisible world out there Mm -hmm. 
that we can't see energy but there's energy mm-hmm. right it's the vibe like mm-hmm. when i first met you today you have a really good vibe oh thank you yeah. you too thank you <laughs> see so so Me that's too. like so <laughs> of course you too that's what that's saying <laughs> But yeah, and and it's like and it's like what you said too when you talk to somebody, are you fueling that person or do yeah. you feel drained from that person? Mm-hmm. If you feel drained from that person, maybe distance yourself or hang out less because some things can't change, but some things can be worked on. Yeah. But it starts with yourself. And so the next time you feel low or sad, instead of running to a drink or running to a blunt or you know, running to right the bar or a movie Mm -hmm. yeah i look at food as fuel yeah like go to a restaurant for nutrition Mm -hmm. and socialize like that's that's awesome because as humans we crave and love connection like that makes us part of who we are yeah and so yeah because it's the opposite of loneliness like you want to feel connection Mm mm-hmm uh, but anyway, yeah, we could go on and on, guys. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, I love this stuff. Comment right now what your favorite part of the show has been so far. <laughs> um, but I wanted to ask really quick, where can people find your book? Oh, okay, it's on Amazon. It's Amazon Audible, Kindle, or paperback format. We'll have a link, too. We'll have a link on the, on the yeah, description. And, it's in the show us. notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, and then you can also follow her. She has a podcast. Un Beyond Mindset. Un Beyond Mindset. It's on YouTube video, right? But audio formats, it's been on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Buzzsprout. Nice. Yeah, get get a little glimpse of uh, Nurse Marisol over here. Yeah, I'd love you guys to join uh, and check that out. She's full of many... What? knowledge knowledge yeah <laughs> you're like well, knowledge yeah. skill i don't know the whole package ah, i love you girl thank you yeah and she also did a song do you want to tell us a little bit about your oh, song song yeah what the, i want to hear about this <laughs> i had, I had no idea i'm like Woo! get it get it get it okay. mucha gente, okay. oh, pero un está en mi mente. No sé tú. Uh, un billón, un billón. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I I wrote and produced that song with a producer up north. His, he goes by Savage Saint. And I met him at one of these events that I go to for mentorship. And he's such a great guy. He's been writing music since he was a kid. Wow. And he's just an up-and-coming rapper. Yeah. Savage Saint. And anyway, that song, he he told me, hey, we could possibly collab on something. And I go, let's do it. And this was like, <laughs> and we booked the meeting literally two days after. I'm like, OK, yeah. I'll, I'll drive to your studio. And I drove. It was like six hours away. Oh, next you, time I'm oh, going to fly. Six hours? Yeah. Oh, snaps. <laughs> Yeah, I like left up for like longer and I got than there Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, snap. Okay. Yeah, it but, was a but drive. she was... got a song out of no, it for sure. Yeah, like, I was committed. Um, have you always been a singer? Like, mm, so I was in mariachi. Oh, okay, okay. For in high school and like singing or dancing, singing or, okay. and dancing. Oh, dancing wow. was folklorico, like that. Section. Dang, that's dope. What Thanks. the heck? Yeah. Okay, let us know what don't you do since you do everything. <laughs> I don't do piano yet. <laughs> Catch your next that. piano set. <laughs> okay, so the song, yeah. And then you met up with him and Yeah, I met up with him. We wrote the lyrics in like an hour and we shot it in the in another hour and I drove home. That's dope. <laughs> So you, did you just like come up with it on the spot? Or? On the spot, yeah. He gave what? me fruit because I was like hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Damn. that's what fueled the song. Right? Literally coconut <laughs> and some honey and Hell like a yeah. glass of water. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really cool. Yeah. That's just like out of nowhere. Like superhuman. Yeah, yeah, I like how you guys are just like, hey, let's collab on something. One day later, Tuesday, you meet up and then you, you just film that day Boom. and it's out like, dang. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. That's how it has she to happen. She follows through. She mm-hmm. follows through every time she's, she oh, says she's going to do something. I don't think there's been something that she's told me she wants to do, and then she didn't do it. That's oh. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just, 
you guys have to keep your word. Like that's something I learned from The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah, for sure. One of the chapters is keep your word. Mm-hmm. That's and, really important. And that's really powerful. Because, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you could be late, but punctuality is, is more beautiful. Yeah. Because you promised, like, yourself a certain time. Forget the people. Like, you, okay, it starts at four. Okay, I'll get there at four. You told yourself you're, you'll get there at four first before RSVPing. Yeah. So it's like, if you're late, number one, you're, like, hurting yourself. Number two, it's like, you're kind of throwing off the rest it's like Mm -hmm. a domino effect for sure i feel like one thing that i have trouble with myself is like letting myself down like i if i make plans with someone i for sure i'm gonna make do it because i don't want to let them down but i'm easy on myself like if i'm like okay you're gonna wake up at six you're gonna go to the gym tomorrow Mm -hmm. but then i I wake up and then i'm still sleepy i'll be like ah it's cool i'm just gonna knock Mm out because it's for me but if i like plan with my friend like okay six we're waking up for the gym i'll wake up like at 5 30 i'm calling her let's go and i'm there you know but i'm like dang like why do i do that sometimes you know that's gold rewind and listen to that again. Soon wait, 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 wait. Take notes. Yes. Take notes, that was fire right there. Oh my gosh. Because that, that's that's what it is. It's the number one human struggle is being accountable to your own self. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my goals for 2023 was like, last one was like, don't let yourself down. That's what I'm going to be working nice. on. Nice. That's so yeah, I feel deep. Like that's I love like, it. That's like really hard for me sometimes because I'm like, damn, I can't believe it. Like, I'm down to go somewhere for my job. I'm down to go somewhere for my friends. But like when it comes to me, then I wake up all sad when I didn't wake up. Oh, man, yeah. you didn't wake up. Like, and then you lose momentum. Yeah. And you slow down the start of your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Totally. That was deep. Yeah. So so what's up? So how do I address that? How can I address that? <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, chapter four. <laughs> Wait, what was chapter four again? Was that mindset. mindset. Yeah. yeah. To find that answer to that question, chapter read four. chapter four, guys. Yeah. Link down in the description. That's right. And yeah, I'm, I'll leave my DMs open for you guys, yeah. your audience, my audience. You know, you could always message me. I respond to all of my DMs. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I know you're recently working on is you're starting an IV business, right? Yes. So nice. before, um, Sol used to give me an, a vitamin C drip, right? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of scary. Feel? How did you feel after that? It was kind of scary in the beginning because it's like you're hooked up to this IV and you have this needle in your arm and stuff. But I talk about that in my book too, like last chapter. It's like how... You can, you don't think twice about going to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Like you'll go. Yeah. Because it's like too late. The thing has happened, whatever it is, right? Broke something. Um, chest feels tight. Head is throbbing. Like emergencies, you don't think twice. But when it comes to prevention, you remember if a hundred positive things go right, and then one, maybe like the tape felt a little hard to to remove from the skin like you fixate on the negative and it's like no guys remember the positives yeah so how did you feel after yeah how did you feel after oh my god it was i don't know a boost of energy like i just felt i was ready to go i felt like i I drank a whole cup of coffee and right it just felt amazing vitamin and i didn't know that was a thing like i thought like IV drips were just like to hydrate and stuff right and that's why people do it right athletes love the recovery drip for sure i know joe rogan does that a lot and all his friends yeah dave Chappelle too yeah totally so if you're like hooked up with me I'm the plug. Yeah. yeah I so, could get you a nurse out there. Yeah. So tell Shoot us a me little up, bit. girl. So, mm-hmm. Tell us a little sure. bit about your business, your upcoming business. Yeah. So I'm looking for nurses if you're an <gasps> RN in oh SoCal. Awesome. Yeah. We can collab. Um, so you could be in charge of like that area, whatever zip code you live in. And yeah, we could coordinate because honestly, prevention is number one. I want people to not go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So if you can avoid it, which 
you know, it, it takes habits and it takes discipline sure. and it takes, you know, knowing what you eat, being intentional about your food, your wake up times, mm-hmm. your cardio, your muscle building. Um, what would you say to someone that's like, why do I need to inject vitamin C when I can just take it? So it has a hundred percent bioavailability when you put it in the vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't have to go through the digestion and stuff, right? Uh-huh. It doesn't go through the liver. That detox process. There's nothing to detox. You already know it's good for you. You want it, and and your cells get to work right away with repairing nice. and rebuilding. Yeah, guys. So that's the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. So. Basically, you're get you you're gonna hire a bunch of nurses, right? Yeah, to work um, under you, and you're gonna provide them with this IV drip. Yeah, so they would get the you know the supplies. We're already licensed the malpractice stuff. Everything is covered. It's That's so under cool. a doctor. Yeah, right. Isn't yeah. that crazy? No, yeah, I love those IV things. Every time I see like other people do, it, I'm like, oh dang, I yeah, need to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you should hit her up. Cause yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna totally. hit you up. Yeah, yeah. Marisol. I love supplements. One billion dot mindset is like my main business page, um, and then yeah, at some point, you know, we'll have our own business page. It's called Billion Dollar Health and Wellness nice thank you congratulations and yeah it's, i'm so proud it's a of huge you milestone. No, dude. thank you dang and i'm excited i'm excited, excited for you yes. yeah yeah so i feel like it's gonna be more word of mouth than anything else at the beginning because i already have like people like you interested yeah. so i just need the team now so if you guys know nurses collab with me so that we can manage all the requests that are coming in. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's really dope, dude. Thank you. What like inspires you to like just jump on projects like that? Like what, what, what motivates you? Like what's your drive? You know what? I wanted to do this pre pandemic, pre pandemic. I felt like I just always appreciated how people take the naturalistic approach Mm -hmm. because Everything you eat, you can even define food as medicine. No, for sure. Because you've got pros and cons. You've got side effects that can happen or not, right? Just the the pros, the benefits. So it's like junk food versus um, food with color that come from the soil, right? Mm -hmm. So if food can be viewed as medicine and pharmaceuticals are actually medicine and supplements can be viewed as medicine but here in in the united states i mean i'm lucky that it's a supplement Mm -hmm. that it's a vitamin yeah that i am able to do this yeah um and i do i have like an np on my team a doctor like i mentioned before and it's like this is just such a solid team because we all have those values Mm -hmm. of not wanting you to go to the hospital so if you can equip people with what they need when they need it and they have the information and you know it's good for you it's something you should do once a month once every two months depending on your budget right it's something you should do like go for it yeah and it's it's interesting because like you're a nurse and a lot of times when people work like in the like pharmaceutical industry and all that stuff like they don't really like they view it the way you do it right now where you said like food is medicine or where you can go like a natural route and something so like why do you view it like that if you went through like indoctrination of like nursing in school and stuff oh yeah it took it didn't take unlearning to the extent where maybe um like MDs or pharmacists or biologists look at things. Yeah, for sure. Because they're really like like, black and white like on the pharmaceutical side. Nursing was more holistic for me. So I was able to kind of branch out and even think about this because we even had a class on complementary alternative medicine. Oh, wow. Like Reiki and energy healing. What? Mm -hmm. That's crazy because like the nurses that I know, like when we're looking through their texts, like it was just like super like black and white. And they rarely ever touched on like other alternatives. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went deep in that. I, I went to the point where I like I'm a Reiki master as well. Oh, I've taken a Reiki class. <laughs> level one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went through the one, the two and the three to the point where 
like you're a master now. Dang, that's dope. But it's all to do what I do today, right? Like, even if you're not 100% practicing whatever it is that you studied, if your end goal is like over here, you could still use all that over here. Yeah. So that's Mm -hmm. how I see it. And I, I wanted to be open enough to to accept all these things right and have this this open view because when you're narrow minded you miss out on the other stuff yeah right so i'm like your fusion of eastern and western medicine thank you (laughs) yeah pretty much so you could ask me like about anything but yeah i definitely chose the natural stuff things that don't have side effects Mm -hmm. um really i talked to a friend that I met at Tony Robbins. She goes, she has two locations in Arizona, her IV spots. Yeah. And, um, she tells me, you know what? Pre pandemic, like she was in my same boat. She's like, I want to stick to prevention. Yeah. It's really because important. that's the future of, of medicine. I feel mm-hmm. it's not go to the hospital for everything. Yeah. Don't correlate nurses to being at the hospital. Nah, we're going to be out in the community now. That's dope. Educating more on podcasts, more on TV shows, on social media, right? Because education, the first teacher starts at home, Mm -hmm. right? It's your parents. Yeah, for sure. It's like me when I go visit people at their homes. Yeah. So that's like the best, I feel. Prevention. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. Better than treating. Totally, yeah. Because treating... Sometimes people just put a band-aid on things and then it doesn't address the root cause. No, for, they just keep adding because I have I had a family member too who would just they would prescribe 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 and so he had like a whole thing of just 20 medicines. meds. Yeah. Oh, I've counted the lists. Yeah, I've gone to patients homes. I've been in charge of three cities here in Orange County and some people who've had like organ transplants by default they need to take anti-organ rejection medication oh, for yeah. the rest of their life. Damn. And I've added up to like 25 meds in the list, Dang, 30 dude. meds I've reviewed a day. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they feel because yeah. one medicine, you have to take something for the side effects of that one. And then she's yeah. like, keeps going and going and going. It adds up. Yeah. And so next time you see maybe some vitamins that you only have to take six in one day. I mean, I think that um, in the long run is more of a pro than like that con of taking so many pills because Mm -hmm. you need to what would you say are the most important daily vitamins everyone should be taking good because like i i lack in that you know so i see like the one a day vitamin but it's like what are the exact vitamins that everyone should be taking every day that's a really good question and it and Every body is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Um, now, the future of medicine is looking at your blood and getting an assessment of the raw materials that you lack. Mm-hmm. Because we have um, amino acids, and those are the building blocks of proteins. We have essential and non-essential amino acids. One of the two categories you can find in foods, and they're available in your body. But the other category you cannot find in foods. Mm. But your body needs them. So how do you know you lack it? You get a blood test. And then um, a company can can get back to you with what it is that you need exactly. But for like a general recommendation, um, you can start with like C, glutathione. Um, zinc. Those are like my top three that have helped kept me out of the hospital Mm. because the first two are antioxidants and what those do is they help repair any damaged cell. And so we go through a lot of changes in our metabolism day to day. Yeah. And oxidative stress is the term for cells just needing help. Mm. and like a red blood cell a life of that is 90 days so if you eat differently work out differently drink differently for 90 days 
you can change a lot of your blood tissue. Mm-hmm. And over time, like your your requirements will change of what you need in your body. Yeah. So to get an, a specific snapshot of, of what you need right now, I like functional medicine doctors. Yeah. Uh, DOs. Uh, NPs. Naturopaths? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the one I have on my team. She's great. Um, and yeah, DO that I have on my team. Um, so you can get virtual consultations nowadays, talk to a professional, and figure out a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times they'll do like blood work that your doctor probably doesn't want to do. And uh-huh, they won't exactly. give you a hard time about it. Yeah. Because uh-huh. sometimes yeah. you're like begging them like, hey, can you check this? I mean, luckily my doctor's really dope, but I know like, I don't know, even like with Edna, yeah, like it's, with it's me like you have to beg to get mm-hmm. certain stuff done. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. With like, oh, you, there's no reason for it to check that. Okay. But I want to get it checked. Exactly. Oh, it's like, I know something's wrong with me. Yeah. Like you don't want to test me for it because you don't see it. Yeah, so this is what I say to that is you are your biggest advocate. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like if you're a mother of a first-time child or a third-time child, um, like it's your third kid, and you know you're not exaggerating like maybe you did with your first kid, but it's like intuition, like, okay, no. I've had three kids already, something's wrong with him, and the doctor keeps saying no, find another doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to do because I don't understand. Like, I get it. Maybe it's like insurance thing, and they don't they don't want to do it, or the insurance will give them shit. But it's just like, it's so annoying when doctors are like that, and you like literally ask for a specific test, and they're like so anal about it, and like belittle you, and then you're just like, oh fuck, never mind then, you know? Yeah, don't accept belittlement from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if they're a doctor, a lawyer, or some type of professional. No, like they're a person just like you, just like anybody mm-hmm. else, and you deserve respect yeah for sure and what i have to say to that too is okay it's the whole money thing too the money game um they're limited that's just how they get paid like they need to run your insurance Mm -hmm. but what if you had so much money to where i mean that wasn't even an issue you could you could hire private consultations like without insurance like that's the spot i want you guys to be Mm -hmm. because shoot i don't want people to say no to me mm-hmm. especially about your health you know yeah, yeah. especially like, when you know something's wrong and they keep telling you no you're fine you're fine but it's not until like something is really wrong where you have to go to the hospital that they're like oh okay yeah maybe we should look into that and then it's it's more progressed it's progressed it's it's become more severe maybe right and it's like oh that's sad yeah but um we're gonna wrap it up um sure it's been an amazing to be continued yeah i know we want to have a part two three four five yeah totally <laughs> totally because we can go on and on and on we can yeah but you know we gotta edit the podcasts we just yeah, did like for sure. previously <laughs> and yeah work is work calls yeah well thanks yeah. for coming today thank you so much you're amazing my yeah. pleasure i love you yeah. yeah i loved all the topics this is what i like i'm into too yeah awesome <laughs> yeah. Cool. i know i told her i was like oh my gosh we have to have my friend sold because she's just like everything she just does everything yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah i'm so happy to be here honored humbled Thanks so much. Um, and let's keep in touch. Check yes, out my stuff. Yeah, what, oh, give yeah, out your give information. Your, your tags. Yeah, your so Instagram ads. at Marisol. That's M-A-R-Y-S-O-L dot number one. The word billion. Like my, my, like my jacket right here. Mindset. I'm flaunting my, my birthday jacket she gave me. Thanks, girl. And yeah, then your book, we'll link it, but it's on Amazon. Yes. And again, the title is... Un Beyond Mindset Health. Okay, one billion in English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your podcast? My podcast is Un Beyond Mindset. Nice. Okay, well, thanks for coming today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to seeing you guys again. Yeah, Thank you. I look forward to seeing what else you have planned. I know. <laughs> next next time, project. We're going to go over <laughs> 10 more projects next time. I just want to go 10x on these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> woo woo. Put it out there. Un beyond. Un beyond, yes, people. Sir. Remember, health 
mindset, chapter and four. wealth. <laughs> and chapter, chapter four. four. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. See Thanks you on the watching. next one. Bye. 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 Cut.